Robert Dahl, and welcome to the Hip Hop in the After Hours podcast. Hey y'all, what up, what's good? It's your girl Platinum B, and welcome to another episode of Hip Hop in the After Hours. Don't forget I put episodes out every Monday. Um, to everybody who subscribed and, and shared, I appreciate you. If you're new, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and uh, share the podcast. Um, I would love to um, teach people more about why I love hip-hop and just hip-hop in general. Um, it's such a huge deal. hope everybody had a great holiday season. I hope everybody had a happy New Year's. Um, happy New Year's, by the way, 2021. Um, so today I thought, since nothing really has happened, obviously, since the holidays and stuff, um, nothing interesting has really happened in hip-hop as of now, um, so I figured, since nothing's really happening in hip-hop, right now at least, watch something happen this week, um, I figured I would deep into an episode here where we talk about Nicki Minaj and her influence, um, it's a very interesting story. And I will tell you why she's my influence and why she's so influential to people in general. But first off, Nicki Minaj has been around since 2004. Let's say the real Barb's know that. Um, what do I say about Nicki Minaj for me? Remember when I told you it's that it factor with hip-hop? When you don't really know why you like something, but you love it. And you're, like, obsessed with it. Well, that's how I am with certain artists. And Nicki Minaj is definitely one of them. And keep in mind, there's a lot of hip-hop female artists out there. And I, at this point in time, I really don't like using that term because I feel like Nicki Minaj brought the female rapper thing to the same level or even higher than, you know, the male rappers. Um, I feel like we're on the same playing field now. Because of Nicki Minaj. And we'll get into that. Um, but yeah. Nicki Minaj to me has that it factor. She's my favorite. And again I don't like using this term anymore. Because again I feel like we're on the same level now. But but she's my favorite female hip hop artist ever. And I mean ever. Like I like. I I have respect for all the others. And obviously Missy Elliott's dope. Lil' Kim. Yeah. Um. You know, Salt and Pepper, I definitely love them. But Nicki Minaj did it for me. She's the one I can go to over and over and over again and always love her stuff. And she has that it factor for me. I don't know what's so great about her. Everything's great about her. She has, like, different moods of music, let's just say. Um, you know, and... So, for those of you who don't know, she was pretty much born out of the country, in Jamaica. And I guess when she was five years old, she moved here to the United States, to New York. Um, to New York. I think she's about five, she said. And um, she's lived here ever since, so she represents both of them. And she got into music around 2004, but... 
she went, actually, she went to school at an art school. I wish I could have went to an art school instead of a regular high school. I know I would have been happier and better, done better there. Not that, I mean, yeah, I, I would have, just to say I would have been happier there. Um, anyway, I, she went to that school and when she had auditions, she actually was doing this, doing it for the singing part. And I guess she had lost her voice and her mom didn't want her to um, quit now. So she made her go in and still audition. And there was like the acting, uh, there were still slots for the acting, you know, auditions or whatever. So Nikki did that and she got into that school for that specifically. But her first love was music and singing. And I guess throughout her high school career, she started, you know, you know, rapping and she was singing it younger, too, and from what she said, a lot of the people there, they were, like, hyping her up, and, you know, as a little kid, you think they're hyping you up, but in real reality, they were pretty much laughing at her, because, I mean, at that time, you never really heard of, you know, these female rappers. I think this is probably before Lil' Kim was even out, and all of them, so... You know, there's that. And like I, like I said, she originally went for acting. And so Nicki Minaj, you know, did her high school thing there. She did, you know, a few restaurant jobs. I think she, she worked at Red Lobster at one point. And um, she was doing this to make money to do some mixtapes and music and stuff. And in 2004, she was signed to a group called Full Force with a few other rappers. And, you know, that went on for a few years. And then MySpace came out. Around 2007, and she started sending her music out to other people. And she started coming up on the Come Up DVD. And she was signed to Dirty Money. And this is where Wayne discovers, Lil Wayne discovers Nicki Minaj. Because Lil Wayne was on the um, Come Up DVD. And I guess they had put her before him, and he had seen her, and right then he had fallen in love um, with, you know, her talent and everything else. And at that time, he was just starting Young Money. So there was, like, we had Currency and Mac Main and all, you know, all the originals around that time. If you're a Lil Wayne Young Money fan, Cash Money, you know what I'm talking about around this time. And Wayne was already, you know, the hottest rapper out, making all kinds of mixtapes and features and all these leaked mixtapes and songs were out right then. So, you know, he starts to get in contact with Nicki Minaj and she's not signed to Young Money, but she's definitely hanging around them and everything else. And she releases um, three mixtapes. Circle Free, Beam Me Up Scotty, and Playtime is over. Um, not in that exact order, but uh, yeah. Those three mixtapes were released throughout 2007, 2008, and 2009. And, you know, I remember the first time I had heard her was on the Lil Wayne mixtape. I think it was the Drought 3. And he had played um, Don't Stop, and he was featured on that song. And that song was going to be one of the singles on Playtime Is Over 2007. 
But that was the first time ever I remember hearing a Nicki Minaj song. And after that, I I fell in love with her, like, her whole music thing. And, you know, this is the time, um, you know, because my, you know, me being blind, I didn't have um, screen readers yet around that time. And this is around that time I started getting them. So uh, I was, you know, downloading all the mixtapes I missed from Wayne and, uh, luckily, Nicki Minaj, you know, I dropped around that time. So I was able to, like, download that stuff as it was coming out. And, um, yeah, I, every time a mixtape came out, I was excited and I couldn't wait for all this. And, um, yeah, around 2009, Nicki Minaj gets signed to Young Money. And apparently there was, like, a bidding war because she was so unique, so hot out there, you know. And everybody wanted to sign her. Luckily, Lil Wayne won and he signed her. And around this time, in 2009, Wayne was doing the America's Most Wanted tour or something like that. Yeah, I think that was a tour. Was it? No, the I Am Music tour, that's what it was. I'm sorry, I was thinking about, I don't know why I was thinking about the IMW tour. Um, 2009, there was, like, two legs of it. There was, like, one in, like, March through June or something like that, and then July through October or something like that. I remember, because I've seen all kinds of, um, news articles about it, and videos posted on Lil Wayne HQ, and I remember, uh, that was around the time Drake broke his ankle or sprained it or something like that. Um, and a lot of times, like, the sentence, like, when Wayne was going through his, uh, trial for the gun charge in New York, that got delayed because of the tours and, and other things going on. But anyway, Nicki Minaj and the whole Young Money crew went on that, and they performed, you know, everywhere. And there was even videos on YouTube, Nicki Minaj used to record them, um, on tour and other random places, and it was awesome. I have to... Rewatch those again because it just brought back memories. Um, you know, and, and, and Nicki Minaj, she's just different. Her whole look, her whole style as far as rapping, like she does it all. Nicki Minaj sings, raps, acts, she has her own business ventures. I mean, you name it. I, she even appeared on American Idol in 2013. And. Nicki Minaj, y'all, she has sold over 100 million records worldwide. I don't think any other, and again, I don't like using this term anymore, but any other female hip-hop artist has ever done that. Nicki Minaj has broken all kinds of records. Too many to even name on this podcast. Uh, you guys would have to look them up. Um, 2010... No, 2009, Nicki Minaj is on a few features. Ludacris, Smudge, Bad. Uh, she gets on Trey Songs, 2010. Um, Bottoms Up. She gets on Monster by Kanye West. She gets on um, Jay Sean's 2012, which one of my favorite songs. Um, so, before she's even putting out an album, she's like the feature queen. And this is around the time Wayne was getting ready to get locked up, and he was locked up around the time, too. 
and in 2012, November 19th, I remember this, I, I clearly, because I remember having my dad, or somebody, it was my mom or dad, um, I was still in school around then, I was like in 10th grade, or maybe 11th grade, anyway, um, I think I was in 11th grade, anyway, whatever the case is, I remember them, Go! I remember asking one of them to go get the CD for me, and I could not wait to get out of school, because I knew the album was out that day. And let's let's rewind a little bit, y'all. Nicki Minaj, her first leading single off that album, um, which by the way was Pink Friday, um, 2010, was Massive Attack, and I remember that song. Oh, I remember it clearly. It was, like, back in March or April when it was released. And, um, I remember it because I remember a few other singles from other artists, Young Money Arts being released around the same time. And, uh, Wayne Leak was out around that time. And, um, I remember hearing the beat to Massive Attack and their lyrics, and I'm just, like, thinking to myself, wait, what? Because I know Nicki Minaj can do better than that. Plus, the beat just sounded really off. So I'm like, what's going on here? And, and, and again, Nicki Minaj is different. So I, was, I didn't really question it too, too much. But at the same time, I, you know, and I think a lot of people are the same way. Because commercially, Nicki Minaj wanted that to be her single for the album. And that did not reach as much success as she thought it was going to. So... Couple months pass by and June comes around and I remember this clearly too, guys. I remember being on the city bus going back home from my job, my summer job I had around that time. And all of a sudden I hear Nicki Minaj, your love. And I learned afterwards that that was actually a leak. The song's not even supposed to go radio. It had leaked and the radio started to pick it up. But I remember hearing it on our station here. And I remember smiling really big because it's like, even though Nicki Minaj was on Young Money's um, album in 2009, she'd already been on big singles from other artists and obviously big singles from the Young Money album. And, you know, on Wayne's Rebirth. I smiled because that was her solo single. That was all her on her own. And I remember hearing on the city bus. And since that day, that song blew up. I mean, blew up major. And man, it's just—it's one of those things you will never forget. And you know, after that, she did perform on the BT Awards. This is around the time when she starts to win Best Female Hip Hop Artist at the BT Awards. And keep in mind, she won this award for years. Every year since that year, until like 2015, 16. I think she might have broken a record for that one too, because, um, who does that? Who wins that award over and over again every year? So, yeah, 2000, that, that, that single drops, and she performs at, uh, you know, different shows, and she's working on her album, and there's even, you know, videos to show it. I think it's on a documentary. And, um, 
She releases it in November 19, 2010. And again, I remember that because I had asked my parents to get it. And I can't remember which one. But they got it for me. And I remember listening to the album. And the first song that comes on is just fucking incredible. And I like, like, Nicki Minaj has a lot of relatable stuff on that album. Like, Never Give Up, and when you're feeling down, you have all those songs, and you can just listen to those, and then there's the happy songs, and then there's the love song. Like, it's just, like, one of those perfect albums, and Nicki Minaj said that that's not her favorite album, but it's one of mine, and I think it's a lot of, a lot of other fans' favorite albums, too. And... That's still probably my favorite Nicki Minaj album ever. Keep in mind, I have all of her albums. All of them. And again, Nicki Minaj, I think that album went number one, like, by December. Early December, it went number one. And Nicki Minaj released other singles. Um, you know... Uh, right through me and then super bass was probably like the biggest single off that album um apparently there's a story where taylor swift was asked what her favorite Nicki minaj song was and she said on the radio and she said she even helped wrote it and she had you know backing vocals on it and stuff and i think that's what blew it up and not taking any credit away from Nicki minaj because again that was one of my favorite songs off the album and you can ask any of my friends, 2011, I remember rapping that song, and I, you know, would be, like, singing certain parts over and over, because I was, like, I just liked imitating them, and, um, it drove my friends nuts. <laughs> Let's just keep it short to that, um, I think it did, and, um, <laughs> that was one of my favorite songs off the album, and, you know, again, Nicki Minaj is different, her looks, her rap style, she sings, and she does all kinds of stuff. I mean, usually a lot of these rappers only do one thing, and then they expand, but Nicki Minaj had it all from the beginning. She sang, she rapped, she acted, and it even shows in her in her music, even still today, like, there's she has these alter egos, Roman, and um, he's from the UK, and there's a song on Pink Friday called Roman's Revenge, with Eminem on it, and eventually Wayne and Busta Rhymes with the remix when Wayne got released from jail, and, um, pretty much he's a little bit of a crazy person, and that's pretty much what she wants to say. That's pretty much how she said it through him. And so she was, you know, talking all kinds of shit. And that's one of my favorite songs off the Pink Friday album. And she has multiple songs doing that on other albums. And this is where her acting comes in because she has a whole different accent and everything else. And the music videos are crazy too because you could, if you watch the, the videos for these songs, you'll see her acting in them. So she's she's putting in that acting and she's singing again on the album, like she's just doing it all. And a lot of these rappers, a lot like they don't do that, not until Nicki Minaj. And she had it all from the beginning. 
she's saying, and she, well, and she looked different. And that's the big one for me. She's just different. You know, and she was very, um, till this day, she's very interactive with her fans. You know, one cool thing that I, I found out, well, I, I actually remember her doing this last year. Was it last year? Uh, or the year before? It's probably last year. Nicki Minaj had offered to pay, um, because she's always encouraging us to stay in school, whether you're a kid or you're in college. She wants you to stay in school and finish it. And so she, you know, was, say, you know, pretty much paying off people's college tuition and, and helping out, basically. And somebody from one of her payments, what she paid off, um, I guess they graduated this year, like, last month, was it? And it was, like, a whole story. It came out, I saw it around the web, and it just shows you how interactive and how caring she is about her fans. And it's the whole interaction with Nikki and her fans is just different. I mean, I can feel it. And I have respect for her for that. All my respect. And so, you know, she goes on to do all these record-breaking things, Super Bass, releases, album, uh, 2012's, um, was it Pink Friday, the Rio, or something like that? Mine's going blank. But she releases the album 2012. And, I mean, let's just get it out of the way. The biggest single off that album was, like, Starships. That was, like, a pop song, pretty much. And a lot of people in the hip-hop community, I do remember seeing this. Um, they gave her a lot of... They weren't... A lot of the people in the hip-hop community weren't really feeling it, basically. And... I mean, I'm a barb. Let's just keep it real. I'm a barb. I'll, I'll support Nicki Minaj no matter what she does. And so I loved it. You know, when the song, the, the, the hook and the melody, like, everything was just catchy. Got in your head, and it was played everywhere. And, uh, I remember even, like, because Nicki was supposed to perform at Summer Jam in 2012. And... You know, I have two sides to the story about what I feel, and maybe I'll go into that uh, sometime. But um, one of the DJs on Hot 97, Peter Rosenberg, had said something to the effect of pretty much dissing Nicki Minaj, saying that Starship was a pop record, and they don't like pop records, and all this stuff. And Lil Wayne got word of it, and pretty much told her not to perform at the show, and as loyal as Nicki Minaj is, she followed the request, and a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of, um, news articles went on, on, on about it, and Nicki went on the radio eventually with Peter Rosenberg to talk about it, and that was, a uh, pretty much a disaster, <laughs> let's just put it that way, but, uh, yeah, a lot of, the hip-hop community was not feeling that song. But there was other songs in the album. One of my favorites was Champion. I wish that, like, because that was my senior year. Um, I graduated a 
2012 from high school, and I wish that, uh, I mean, I know it would take for, like, even longer than the graduation takes itself, but I wish there was some way where you can perform, or not perform, where you can walk out to your own individual song, because there was a few songs that I wanted to do, um, Champion was one of them, uh, a few songs by Kanye, and other songs by Nicki Minaj and Wayne, I just had all kinds of ideas. I don't know. I used to imagine that when I was younger, before I graduated, um, just walking out to those songs. And, uh, you know, that was one of my favorite songs. And then the Track with 2 Chain. I mean, there's all kinds of songs on that album that I love. And, again, Nicki Minaj performed, um, what was it, Romans? There was this one song on there, it was with Roman, again, her alter ego, and I guess at the Grammys, it was some kind of a, it looked like an exorcism or whatever, and the whole religious community just went all up in arms about it, and blah, 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 that's all I gotta say to that, like, who cares, uh, let Nikki do her, leave her alone, um, but anyway, that song to me was dope, um, I'm trying to figure out the damn name of it. But, um, yeah, Nicki Minaj was performing at the Grammys. I think she was even nominated for Grammys at, at a couple points, 2011, 2012, and 13. And she never won them. She got nominated, never won them. That don't make sense to me. Especially with Pink Friday, because, my God, y'all, that was, like, an amazing album. And... I don't understand how she don't win that. Best new artist, she should have won that. Um, she's won a lot of BT awards, hip hop awards, Billboard, you know, all that. But Grammys, none. That don't make sense to me. But again, Tupac never won any. I don't think Biggie ever won any. I think they were nominated, but never won any. Um, it, it's just really weird to me how that ha how that works. Um, 2013, Nicki Minaj, interesting year for her, because she does a few movies and, um, stuff like that, but she's focused on a lot of TV-based, um, ventures, and I remember that year, because she was on American Idol for that season with Mariah Carey. And I think I stopped watching American Idol for a while. And then I started watching it again because of her, I think. And um, it was funny. It was just funny because Mariah, I guess she just didn't like Nikki. And all kinds of jazz went back and forth at each other. And Nikki only lasted um, that one season. I think she just didn't want to do the pettiness with Mariah. So she ended up just not coming back. And I don't. I don't know if Mariah stayed or um, continued the season on after that, but, you know, 2013 was pretty much that. 2014, uh, she's focused on her new album, The Pink Print, which is pretty much, you know, everybody knows The Blueprint by Jay-Z, and she, she's obviously a fan of Jay-Z, and that's pretty much like her version of the album. And, um... 
So her singles were on, you know, uh, looking ass. I'm not going to say the word, but, um, yeah. That was one of her first singles, and that was, like, one of my favorites. I think that was with Soldier Boy or something like that. And, uh, I know she had one with Soldier Boy. I think it was that single. And she actually did get to perform at Summer Jam that year. So I remember her bringing out Wayne and Nicki Minaj that year. I mean, Wayne and, <laughs> Wayne and Drake, um, and they performed Believe Me, and Nicki was showing them all kinds of love, yeah. I remember that. And then next thing was Pills and Potions. This is around the time that it was rumored that her and her longtime boyfriend Safari were um, having issues. And then it was confirmed and the album was out around December of that year. Because Wayne was, it was supposed to be a whole block, like, blockbuster of albums dropping. It was supposed to be her, then Wayne, then Drake that same month. And, of course, you know, the lawsuit, that didn't exactly happen. So, Drake never dropped his album until 2015, and she dropped hers. So she was the only one. And, uh... Yeah, a lot of things were happening around that time with her and Safari. So, it was pretty rough for her, to, like, with the album. Even though she felt good and she felt free, you just, you could, I could tell by her voice and... Like, even, she even started crying in certain interviews, you know, over it. Um, she just wasn't okay around that time. And, um, again, 2015, just awards and records breaking, and she went on her tour that year, because she brought, brought out Wayne, um, I think it was, like, around June or July of that year. And, um, music movie focus she didn't drop uh her recent album until 2018 so then she drops queen in 2018 and this is again i remember it's around the time that Wayne finally went to the lawsuit for uh you know the cash money label issues he's going through and, uh, that album was dope. Very extreme. I remember staying up, uh, just to hear her live on Apple Music on her radio show. Just to hear the, uh, album first. And then once we heard it, then it dropped on Apple, on all platforms. I remember that day. It was, like, around the same time that, um, was Aretha Franklin had passed away? It was... Around the same exact time, I think. So I remember her shouting her out. Um, dope album. Dope, dope album. And I remember, again, um, Ganja Burns. Uh, what's that song she did with... Uh, Rich Sex. Um trying to think uh, the song with the weekend that was one of my favorites uh black junior or something like that um god there were so many great songs off that album and uh a lot of people like for, like the 
<clears throat> but Pink Print and that album were more hip-hop based. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the hip-hop community started praising her again and <clears throat> showing her love. Again, I never was one of those. Cause I, 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 was, I always support my artists no matter what they do. Um, so, I was happy. It was awesome. Um, in 2019-20, it was pretty quiet for Nikki. Um, got pregnant. But anyway, long story short, even though it was pretty long, um, Nicki Minaj is so influential because she has done all kinds of things that Lil' Ken, and no offense, because I love them, I, I, I respect them, but all these other female artists never did. Record sold, award-winning, appearing on certain shows, Saturday Night Live, the Grammys. I think she was like the first solo female hip-hop artist to do that. What's from the Grammys? Like, I mean, you guys, Nikki's just done all kinds of shit. All these other artists couldn't have done or haven't have haven't done. She's the one that broke all these barriers. For all these newer artists like Cardi B and, and the City Girls and uh, whoever else. All these new artists right now that are female, that are rapping. I feel like even though Lil' Kim and that came before Nicki, I feel like Nicki Minaj definitely opened a lot of doors for them. And... Again, it's that it factor. I don't know what it is. There's too many things to even list off. But Nicki Minaj is definitely one of my influences. And I'm pretty sure she's a bunch of other people's. Cardi B has said it. Even though they tried to be, put them against each other and today I'd be. Cardi B has said it. A lot of other people have said that <clears throat> they've looked up to Nicki Minaj. And I'm definitely one of them. She's just so influential. And... Her, uh, sorry guys, her, uh, just her whole style, her, I don't know what it is, you guys, but she's special. <clears throat> That's what it is about Nicki Minaj, she's special, and I think a lot of people see it too, I mean, She's the one, man. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I started out with her, you know, when she first began that I love her so much. I don't know. But she's definitely my influence. And I, I again, I'm sure she's influenced all kinds of other people. Probably something we haven't even heard yet that are, that are probably going to come out soon. So, all I got to say is much love to Nicki Minaj. Congrats on her baby because she just had a baby this 2020 um, and even though she had a baby, I hope that she'll continue to rap and break more records and break more doors down for hip-hop in general. Um, I feel like she's one of the best, like, she's in that category with Lil Wayne and, and Tupac and Ice Cube and you name it. She's, she's in that category of one of the best of all time, and I'm not even saying rappers, just musicians, artists, whatever you want to call them, 
to me, that's what she's in that category as. She's one of my top five. So, I, I, I hope this kind of gives you an idea of why she's so influential to me, because I know I haven't explained too much about that. Like, I pretty much gave you her whole life story, but it's so hard to explain, you guys, why she's so influential. Her music, her she just has it all. She can give you great music to dance to, to cry to, to be angry with. It's, it's like Wayne. No matter what mood you're in, she has that for you. Or if you're in a pop mood, whatever it is. So, I hope it'll continue. And, um... I know she's gonna keep influencing because she's breaking... She's still gonna break all kinds of records. I mean, there's probably a bunch she hasn't broken yet. So... Just hope she continues. But anyway, this is um, Hip Hop in the After Hours. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, and I hope you guys kind of gained an understanding of Nicki Minaj. And again, why she's so influential to me as a musician and, and artist myself. And, you know, side note. Again, she's so influential to me, you guys, that I actually got to perform her song, um, Fly, featuring Rihanna. I got to perform that with one of my friends in high school, um, my senior year. It was one of my dream songs to perform. And I got to perform that and uh, a Linkin Park song at our high school talent show. Um, I had to edit a few things out, but hell, I still got to perform it and it was a dream come true. And all for that, I'll ever be grateful for. Because why from Nicki Minaj, where she's talking about, you know, spreading your wings and not being boxed in and not letting people tell you how to do things and, and boxing you in as a certain one way. It really meant a lot to me, that song did. And uh, I'll, ever, I'll forever be... be grateful and remember that performance because I, I didn't even get to even perform it not only for the talent show but I got to like they liked it so much that I got to perform it at a another event a school event um, with my friend too she was the sing, singing uh, she was Rihanna's part and I was rapping Mickey's parts <laughs> so it was just awesome and I'll, I'll never forget that but, um, again, this is Hip Hop in the After Hours. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to share and subscribe. And, um, remember I put out episodes every week. I will see you next week. I hope you guys have a great week. A great first week of the new year. And I hope you have a great year this year. Much love, y'all. Peace.